Hello and welcome to Bellhaven Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Weber. On today's episode, you'll be listening to PSY 312 Abnormal Psychology with Professor Mark Hunter. I hope you listen and enjoy. Welcome to Unit 6 in Psychology 312 of Abnormal Behavior. Again, I encourage you to refer to your textbook for a more complete understanding of these topics. This is meant really as an introduction, a summary of these chapters to get you familiar with this topic. In chapter 11, we're going to look at personality disorders. A personality disorder really represents a long-standing ingrained way of thinking that and feeling, behaving that causes significant distress meaning that this is not really just an episode, but this is kind of how people are throughout their life. Because people may display two or more of these maladaptive ways of interacting with the world, sometimes there's disagreement about how to categorize personality disorders. You know, what, um, how do you label them? The DSM-5 includes 10 personality disorders that are divided into three different clusters. Cluster A is what we um, kind of refer to as odd or eccentric behavior. That includes uh, paranoid or schizoid behavior, or schizotypal personality disorders. Cluster B is dramatic, emotional, react, erratic, which includes antisocial or borderline personality disorder, histrionic or narcissistic personality disorders, and cluster C, which is more anxious or fearful, and that includes avoidant or dependent or obsessive compulsive personality disorders. Cluster A personality disorders are people who are excessively mistrustful if they have paranoid disorder, personality disorder. They're suspicious of other people and without any justification and they tend not to confide in others and they tend to expect others to do them harm. If you try to interact with them, they are very suspicious of your intentions. And even though you may have great intentions, uh, they don't see it that way. People with schizoid personality disorder show a pattern of detachment from social relationships and a limited range of emotions in interpersonal situations. They can come off as seeming aloof or, or cold or indifferent to other people. People with schizotypal personality disorder are typically socially isolated and behave in ways that would seem unusual to most of us. In addition, they seem to be suspicious or have odd beliefs about the world. Cluster B personality disorders um, include antisocial personality disorder. And they, these are people who have a history of failing to comply with uh, social norms. Um, a lot of times we find criminals uh, are with this personality disorder. They perform actions that most of us would find unacceptable, such as stealing from friends or family. And they also tend to be irresponsible or impulsive or deceitful. Um, the, um, in contrast to the DSM-5 criteria for antisocial personality 
which really focuses on observable behaviors, such as impulsivity or repeatedly changing employment or residence or sexual partners. Um, the related concept of psychopathy primarily reflects the underlining personality traits of, of self-centeredness or manipulativeness. People with borderline personality disorder lack stability in their moods. It doesn't mean that you're really close to having a normal personality. Um, it typically means that when their relationships are kind of either everything's great or everything's terrible, and they'll switch back and forth between those those two moods. Um, you know, you, you if you have a relationship with someone with personality disorder, you may be surprised by the reactions to you from one day to the next. You may be their best friend one day and be their enemy the next day. Um, these individuals usually deal with uh, low self-esteem. Uh, they feel empty and, and we do find a greater risk of suicide. People with histrionic uh, personality disorder tend to be overly dramatic and often appear almost to be acting and a way to get attention. Narcissistic personality disorder thinks really highly of themselves even beyond their real abilities. Um, they consider themselves somewhat different from others and deserving special treatment. People with cluster C uh, avoidant uh, personality disorders are extremely sensitive to the opinions of others and so therefore they avoid social relationships. Uh, their low self-esteem coupled with a fear of rejection causes them to reject the attention of others. Um, People with dependent personality disorder, these people rely on the extent of others letting them make everyday decisions on the extent of um, major ones. They, uh, they depend on others to make their decisions for them, and they have an unreasonable fear of being abandoned. People who have obsessive-compulsive personality disorder um, which is part of the uh, cluster C, are characterized by this fixation about things being done the right way. Um, it could be a preoccupation with details that uh, can prevent them from really completing something because they always feel like they have to adjust it, they always have to fix it. Um, treating people with personality disorders is often difficult because the hardest thing is they often don't think they need treatment. And um, there's people who are, who've, you probably have known, or maybe you've had these experiences that we've described, but you knew that they were interfering with your everyday life. But people with these personality disorders often don't feel that way. They feel like the problem is with somebody else, not themselves. Um, usually this um, personality disorders can interfere with other things such as dealing with anxiety or depression or substance abuse. And so if you've got one or more of these personality disorders, it it's, really lowers the success of treatment um, if you're combining a personality disorder with another disorder that we've described earlier on. In chapter 12, we're going to look at schizophrenia spectrum and other psychotic disorders.
So schizophrenia is a complex syndrome and it's been known for many years and uh, it was actually described back in 1809. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of different uh, physicians and, um, and psychologists have really contributed to this area about what is the cause and the, you know, the, um, of schizophrenia. So schizophrenia is a spectrum meaning that, you know, has um, more mild symptoms or more, uh, you know, uh, difficult or uh, symptoms to deal with that have cognitive and emotional dysfunctions. And this can include delusions, hallucinations, disorganized speech and behavior, and inappropriate emotions. So the symptoms can be divided into positive, negative, or disorganized. Positive just means these are active manifestations that people do these things, um, such as uh, uh, you know they have hallucinations, they have delusions of you know they're thinking they're seeing things that are not there. They think they're hearing voices that are not there. Negative. The symptoms means they're lacking, they're, there's a deficit of some sort. Um, it can affect their speech, it can affect their uh, affect, their emotions, their motivation. Disorganized symptoms means that it could be like rambling speech where you could have a conversation and it can go many different directions. Or erratic behavior or inappropriate affect, uh, meaning that in the context of the environment that you're in, you know, Smiling or laughing may not be appropriate, um, or you know somebody is excessively crying at an event that everyone else is happy at. Psychotic behaviors, such as hallucinations and delusions, um, these can also be another disorders, and this can include schizophreniform disorder, and this includes people who have experienced the symptoms of schizophrenia, but for less than six months. So this is, you know, just time limited to uh, less than six months. Schizoaffective disorder includes people who have demonstrated the symptoms of schizophrenia and characteristic mood disorders such as depression, bipolar, affective disorders. So you see schizo in the first half. So schizophrenia um, symptoms, but affective means mood disorders, such as depression or bipolar or mania. So a combination of those two. Disillusional disorders um, includes people who have a persistent belief that is uh, contrary to reality and the absence of any other um, characteristics of schizophrenia. They it doesn't believe, they don't necessarily hear voices or see different images like hallucinations, but they believe that um, they have a belief that is just completely contrary to what others believe. A brief psychotic disorder, um, which includes things like delusions or hallucinations, uh, disorganized speech, but this lasts for less than a month. So a lot of these uh, different diagnoses in this area of schizophrenia has to do, to do with the amount of time that these symptoms have been shown.
Um, there's a new proposed disorder, attenuated uh, psychos psychosis disorder, excuse me, includes one or more of the symptoms of schizophrenia, such as hallucinations, delusions, but the individual is aware that they have unusual experiences and they're not typical of a healthy person. Um, this is, they put this in the appendix of DSM-5, meaning that they feel like this needs uh, further study. Um, so someone is aware that they're having these uh, disorder, you know, hallucinations or um, delusions, and uh, they realize this isn't normal. So what causes uh, schizophrenia? Um, it can be have shown to have genetic influences. They can they've done twin studies, which shows that there's a if one identical twin has schizophrenia, there's like a 60% or greater chance that the other one may have it. Um, it could be neurotransmitter imbalances, um, things that we talked about before. It could also be a structural damage to the brain um, or a prenatal viral infection or psychological stressors, or as we said at the very beginning of this course, it could be a combination of these things. Um, it could be relapse when people have been treated and they seem to be doing better, but it could be triggered by hostile or critical family environments um, where people are very emotional and express that uh, very highly. Uh, people who are treated with schizophrenia rarely are have complete recovery. Um, they can. Uh, have less of these symptoms and maybe be able to recognize these and and with different medications and things but uh, through the antipsychotic medications and the combination of psychosocial approaches and employment support and community-based interventions so they can lessen the uh, the symptoms and problems associated with schizophrenia but at this point, there's no known cure for schizophrenia. Um, so, there. Um, so, typically, this is a chronic disorder. This is, as I mentioned earlier, this is usually identified in late adolescence, early adulthood, and it's something that uh, someone will have to be treated for for uh, the for the rest of their lives. All right, that ends this unit, and I look forward to seeing you in the next.